It's Central Time. I'm Rob Ferrett. You're with us here on the Ideas Network. Coming up on Central Time, a new season of the PBS Wisconsin series, Wisconsin Life, premieres tomorrow night at 7. We'll get a preview with the show's host and one of their producers. First, Jill Nadeau joins us now because it's the Wisconsin Public Radio Fall Member Drive. You count on Wisconsin Public Radio for great conversations. It's your gift of any amount that makes these discussions possible. Listener support is the largest source of funding for WPR programs. That's why your support at WPR.org or 888-202-2552 is so important. Hey, Jill, now we've got a special thing going on today and, and tomorrow, right? We do. And thanks for letting me uh, join you here today. Well, I tried to keep you out. I but, know, uh, but no you know, I know how to store. pick locks, so don't even try it next time. <laughs> Today marks the start of a special 48-hour challenge. This is pretty cool. When you and 499 of your fellow listeners make a gift for the programs that you count on, you'll help secure $15,000 for WPR, and it's from a group of very generous members. It's their way of encouraging you to join them in support of programs that inform and inspire you and the entire state of Wisconsin. So your participation now is vital. You can help meet this challenge before the end of the day tomorrow. And it starts with your gift at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. What does public radio mean? Public radio means in part listener-supported radio. It does. I was just thinking about that the other day, in fact. And, you know, while we do appreciate business contributions and federal and state tax dollars, listener support is the largest source of funding for WPR programs. So your contribution of any amount. Well, it really matters at WPR.org or at 888-202-2552. This member drive, you can show off your support for the Wisconsin Public Radio programs you value with the new WPR Belt Bag. It's a stylish, hands-free bag. They tell me it's stylish. I'm not really the best judge of style, <laughs> I, I, if you can imagine. Having you say stylish just kind yeah. of seems weird, Rob. It does. It does. Nobody <laughs> turns to me for style advice. I'm never clear on why. They're intimidated. Um, I don't know. You look pretty spicy By my today. style sense, I guess. That must be it. Anyway, Stylish, hands-free bag. It's a great way to keep your phone, wallet, and keys close and accessible. And it'll it'll broadcast your commitment to the news, info, and entertainment our community relies on. You can get your WPR belt bag when you give $10 a month or more at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. And you know it starts conversations because someone else who's a WPR fan might see it. Because when you listen to WPR, you're not alone. Sure, you might be alone in your car, your home, your office, but you're sharing the experience with us and with other listeners. We have a lot in common. We share values that bind us together. Your support helps all of us share the cost of WPR programs. Give now at WPR.org or call 888-202-2552. Now we know that you value your time and we value your time too. So giving to Wisconsin Public Radio takes just a few minutes. You just tell us who you are, how we can get a hold of you, and how much you want to give. Oh, and, and how much you'd like to pay, of course. And it's quick, it's easy to do, and your gift right now really does help. Take the next few minutes to support the station you count on at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. And bonus, you can make an even greater impact when you give.
give right now. $15,000 will be released when 500 people, including you, make a gift in support of WPR programs. Join in now at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. On that new WPR bag, belt bag, or crossbody bag, whatever you prefer to call it, (laughs) it's a perfect way to carry your stuff and show your support for Wisconsin Public Radio. Ask for yours when you give $10 a month or more online at WPR.org or call 888-202-2552. And since you're the stylish one, um, Rob, I'm sure you realize that fanny pack really isn't cool anymore to say. Was it ever? I never said it. I'll bet you didn't. Um, I'm a wallet guy myself. You're a wallet kind of guy. But, maybe this, yeah, this... but that's bad for your back when you sit on your wallet. I don't. That's <gasps> my it. secret. I move it to my front pocket. Oh, you are a bright Little guy. Known. It only <laughs> took me like 20-some years of wallet <laughs> possession to figure that one out. Well, good for you. And you can be like Rob, but you can have a, a well, crossbody bag, belt bag, mm-hmm. what have you. And remember, if you're not a sustainer, Why don't you become one right now? It's easy to set up. It's convenient. Ongoing monthly donations from your bank account or credit card. WPR.org or 888-202-2552. Give because you appreciate the great conversations you get here on the Ideas Network here on Central Time. And Jill, of course, you're with the Larry Mueller Show. Uh, I was on uh, with Larry just the other day, which is always great and fun to see. Yes. Um, So many good conversations that we have. And I know you and Larry and I, too, love to hear from our listeners. Oh, all the time. And we just, if we didn't have listeners, we wouldn't have much of a show most of the time (laughs) because they share their information with us and we share our information with them. And it's a great back and forth. And that's kind of like when you, when you give to WPR, you're sharing a little bit of your money so Mm -hmm. we can help bring all this information to the air. It's a team effort, making the shows and funding the shows. And we can't do it without you. We really do count on you to help pay for What you hear on Wisconsin Public Radio, you can give online at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. This is a great day to give because we're looking for 500 people today and tomorrow combined. Then we get this match of, what was it, $15,000. $15,000. Do you believe that? That's pretty impressive. (laughs) That's very impressive. And I just heard, definitely a messenger just came in. We do have 132 gifts in, so we need, can you do the math in your head? We need more. 368. <laughs> more uh, by my quick count there. Wow, you are quick impressing maths. me today, Rob. Who knew? <laughs> uh, here's a, Hey, we heard from Henry in Madison who says, learning to understand our community, nation, and world through public radio contributes to a healthy and hopeful planet. Henry, thank you so much. Very inspiring words. Thank you for supporting Wisconsin Public Radio. How about you? Make your very important gift. You can do it online in just a few minutes at WPR.org. Or you can call 888-202-2552. And thank you so much for supporting Wisconsin Public Radio. You're listening to Central Time here on the Ideas Network. I'm Rob Ferret. From Sheboygan to Trigo and Hudson to Appleton, the team at the TV version of Wisconsin Life from PBS Wisconsin travels all over the state telling, sharing stories of all kinds of people and their passions and their expertise. Angela Fitzgerald is host of Wisconsin Life on PBS Wisconsin. Ryan Ward is a producer for Wisconsin Life. I talked with both of them yesterday about the 10th season of the show. It premieres tomorrow night at 7 on PBS Wisconsin. Angela, for listeners who might be hearing about uh, the PBS Wisconsin version of Wisconsin Life as opposed to what we hear on WPR, can you introduce, Angela, a little bit about what you do on the PBS version of Wisconsin Life? 
Sure. So I get the privilege of traveling around the state um, and shooting on location at places that highlight the diversity and beauty of our state. So that could be from a park to a thriving business or even like a community organization or someone's home if they have something cool going on. So being on location around the state, showing us off. Ryan, as a producer, uh, how do you look for stories? What stands out to you as something that you see and say, hey, maybe this is a Wisconsin life thing? Uh, yeah, usually it's just something that is either odd to me or just really interesting or something. Honestly, it's it's something that I don't know much about because I feel like if I don't know much about it, uh, maybe I'll be able to, you know, inform the viewer that way and stuff like that. So it's usually just odd and interesting things to me. I want to get a sense of some of the adventures you've had traveling around the state uh, with a listen. In this first uh, clip, Angela, could you set us up, uh, set the scene for us at the Holy Festival of Colors in Wausau? Yes, at the Holy Festival, there's a lot of dancing and music and throwing of powdered color. So we all left there a lot more brightly adorned than we showed up. <laughs> all right, here is a listen to a little bit of that uh, that episode. Uh, we are celebrating uh, the Festival of Holi. Uh, this is the Spring Festival of Colors, and uh, usually in India it is celebrated in March, which is right around springtime in India, but we push it out a few months here. This is a time that everybody is just uh, celebrating new beginnings. It's a time of joy, love, people coming together. It's a festival that is kind of an equalizer. Mm -hmm. So people of different uh, religions and socioeconomic strata, they forget all their differences and come together to celebrate on this day. That's the voice of Dr. Swati Biswas, president of the Indian Society of Central Wisconsin speaking. Angela, can you talk about uh, the opportunity to meet with people from lots of different backgrounds around the state and hear the story uh, behind some of their uh, their daily lives and their festivals like this one? Oh, I've absolutely enjoyed it. Um, as a Wisconsinite now, but not originating from Wisconsin, it's been great to travel around to meet people to both learn about my new home state, but also uplift things that people that have been here their entire lives may not even be aware of. So it's been great. I want to give another listen. And Ryan, this is when you produced an episode about a miniature horse named Jack the Magnificent who, who lives in Eau Claire. Can you tell us a little bit about this episode? Yeah, so I found this story. Um, the actual person is it's Jack is the horse, and then his owner is Rose. And I actually did a story on Rose several years ago. Uh, but it was con the complete opposite of this one. She's a classically trained violinist and actually repairs uh, old violins and stuff like that. And so I found out that she had recently uh, adopted a miniature horse named Jack, and they live together in the city of Eau Claire. And when I mean in the city, it's literally blocks from downtown. Here's a listen to a clip of that episode. We'll hear a community member and Ed Jack's owner talk about this special horse. We were coming up the hill and crossed this prairie down here, and I looked, and I said, is that a horse? <laughs> My boyfriend says, I think it is. That's Rose Johnson and her roommate, Jack. Rose is the one in the green jacket, and Jack, well, Jack is Eau Claire's newest resident. He's a very good citizen extremely good citizen. He's very careful. He likes to interact, but he's, he's very good manners. 
Ryan, what's it like to keep discovering characters like these, like Rose and Jack around the state and then being able to help share their stories? Uh, it's it's awesome. Uh, this is our 10th season, and I've been lucky enough to work on Wisconsin Life on the PBS side since the beginning of it. And, you know, you'd think we'd run out of stories by now, but <laughs> it's just not the case. Like, I'm just blown away about how many interesting and diverse people that live around Wisconsin. And I just love sharing their stories. After after I interview them, I always tell them, you know, thank you so much for, you know, sharing your story with us, because that could be a personal experience for them. Here's another one for you, Angela. You went on an adaptive sailing adventure with the Sailing Education Association of Sheboygan, or SEAS is a great acronym for that. Now, I'm not a sailor. Had you been out sailing before this one? I have, but I have not been the sailor. I've just <laughs> been like a passenger. So talk, talk us through now. We're going to hear a bit here, but uh, tell us about your seaborne, or I guess, uh, Great Lakeborne adventure. Oh, it was great. Um, they, I loved how they outfitted the boats to allow for people, regardless of their abilities, to be able to steer and to direct the ship um, or boat. Excuse me for those of you who know the technical terms. I, but... I have the same thing. I have to stop myself, too. <laughs> but it was great. I even had the chance to drive myself, which felt a little scary, but we made it. We didn't hit anything, but it was a great experience. All right, here's a listen to what came out of that on Wisconsin Life. Can you break down more what an accessible sailing coach is or like the work that you do? Yeah, so I work with people with all kinds of different disabilities. Mm -hmm. Today we'll take someone that uses a wheelchair out sailing. So we have everything set up that a person could need. So we have a special lift to lift them. We have a special chair built on the boat that is secured to the boat. So that person is totally safe and they can fully control the whole boat using four buttons or bite switches, whatever we can make it work for them. Perfect, there you go, already looks like a sailor. Stepped on the boat just like a sailor. Today, we're going to, to go out sailing. This is a sonar and Sophie is going to be in charge of helping us trim the sails. So control how far the sails are in and out. And also, once we're out there, Angela, you have the chance to drive the boat as well. And okay. Sophie will be in control of our sails. We're checking out a new season of Wisconsin Life on PBS Wisconsin with host Angela Fitzgerald and producer Ryan Ward. Ryan, we've gotten a taste of a few episodes. What's another one you are pumped about producing for this next season? Uh, there's one on a TikTok artist. Um, her name is Gio, and one of our videographers named Alma actually found this story and, and sent it to me. But she takes trash that gets washed up on the shore of the Great Lakes and actually makes art out of it. And she's gotten really, really popular on TikTok. She has like, you know, thousands of followers and, and stuff like that. And then she does these every Halloween. So around this time, she does these thing called Spooky Lakes, <laughs> where she gives you some a little bit info about various lakes around the world and if they're haunted or, or some urban legends and stuff. Angela, I think the last time I talked to you, we were in the midst of a more serious part of the COVID pandemic. What's it been like to have some more freedom now in terms of, you know, places you can go and being in person with people uh, since those uh, tougher times in the pandemic? Oh, it's been great. Um, there were definite restrictions for quite a while, and I hope we don't have to revert back. But it's great to be able to be in person, um, especially indoors, to be able to connect with people and not have to wear masks. We can see people's, see people's expressions and connect with them that way as well, that nonverbal communication. I want to ask each of you before we go, maybe a, uh, some thoughts for viewers and listeners of taking on a Wisconsin life mindset of uh, appreciating and exploring the state and finding cool new things that we might have overlooked. Ryan, is that something you're hoping hoping people take away from the pieces you produce? 
Oh yeah. And I think the stuff that when I'm out there talking to people and stuff like that, I'm just the limitless possibilities that are out there for people to do experience and stuff like that. It's just, it's amazing. Like I, I would not have thought I would have saw a miniature horse trotting down, you know, the streets of Eau Claire like a couple of years ago, but you know, here we are. And Angela, could you talk about that, that discovery mindset that you and the team at Wisconsin Life bring that hopefully the rest of us can learn from? Oh, absolutely. I think if you think of the concept of travel and exploring, Wisconsin may not be at the top of your list when you Google search. But I hope that Wisconsin Life does elevate the possibility, the possibilities, the limitless possibilities that exist in our own backyard. Angela and Ryan, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. That was Angela Fitzgerald, host of Wisconsin Life on PBS Wisconsin, and Ryan Ward, a producer there at Wisconsin Life. I talked with them yesterday about the 10th season of the series. It premieres tomorrow night at 7 on PBS Wisconsin. Now it's the Wisconsin Public Radio Fall member drive. Jill Nadeau from the Larry Mueller Show joins me. Listeners, that means you provide the biggest source of funding here at Wisconsin Public Radio. This drive is your chance to support all the programs you enjoy. So give right now online at WPR.org or call 888-202-2552. And you can be one of 500 people to help secure an additional 15000 for WPR because a group of generous members have created this challenge to inspire your support of the programs that you and the entire community rely on. So your participation now is really, really important. You bring WPR one step closer to meeting this challenge. So give now at any amount makes a difference. WPR.org or 888-202-2552. In that last conversation, we got a sneak preview of the new season of Wisconsin Life over on the TV side of things here at Wisconsin Public Media. It was a, some really interesting stories. Looking forward to actually seeing the full uh, pieces, especially that little horse uh, fella <laughs> in Eau Claire. That sounds like a lot of fun. At Wisconsin Life on TV and here at Wisconsin Public Radio, uh, they share a lot of values with Wisconsin Public Radio in general, highlighting the interesting things, the fascinating things, the informative things, the cool people doing cool stuff all over Wisconsin. That's the kind of conversation you can count on here on Wisconsin Public Radio. That's right. And WPR is listener supported, just like PBS Wisconsin. And that means that your donation at WPR.org or at 888-202-2552 makes the many topics that you tune in for every day possible. So choose an amount that works for you then make your gift. A great way to support Wisconsin Public Radio is by becoming a sustaining member. As a sustainer, you'll make ongoing monthly donations right from your bank account or your credit card. And so maybe you can give 10 or $20 a month. You choose whatever amount is right. Become a sustainer right now. It's so much better than having to remember to write a check <laughs> or what have you, because I'm bad at that, at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. Every time you listen to WPR, you can learn something new, whether it's uh, the latest news of the day, a personal anecdote, a piece of history, uh, pop culture. There's always something to spark our interest. Definitely. And listening to WPR reminds you that life is fascinating and learning makes life richer. That engagement that you feel when you listen 
that's worth your support. So give now at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. Maybe giving a dollar a day is the right amount for your Wisconsin Public Radio listening. When you think about it, a dollar a day is a fantastic value. It's less than a cup of coffee or a soda or a day of cell phone service. That's true. You know, a dollar a day comes to $30 a month, depending on the month. And you can set that up as a monthly transfer from your bank account or from your, you know, charge account, too. That would be that would be great. You get points. Make your gift now in the amount that's right for you at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. Be one of 500 people to help secure an additional $15,000 for WPR. A group of generous members have created this challenge to inspire your support of the programs you and your entire community rely on. Your gift of any amount makes a difference at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. And latest update, we have... Excuse me, 141 of those 500 mm-hmm. people that we need. So uh, it's getting towards the end of the first day. So we really need to ramp things up. <laughs> and we know when you'd call, you can actually ask for your WPR belt bag when you make a gift of $10 a month or more in support of WPR programs. And, you know, it's pretty cool looking. It's black, I believe, or navy, something like that. I saw it in a picture, wasn't sure, with white lettering. I haven't seen it in, in the wild yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it in the wild either. Um, but it looks kind of cool. And those are so, oh my gosh, they're so useful. I use, I have one that's purple, doesn't say WPR, so I guess I have to, you know, go up a little bit. You get bit. a marker. I can get <laughs> Write WPR on it. Maybe I can get a little it's a stencil. Knockoff. That'll be cool. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be one of a kind. <laughs> or you can get the real thing. Oh, would you give $10 a month or more and support Wisconsin <laughs> public radio programs? Ask for yours. Don't just don't just draw on the one you already have. Ask for your WPR belt bag at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. Or maybe you get it and you can get Rob to sign it. And oh, then it would yeah. be very valuable then. <laughs> so valuable, so yeah. Valuable. Well, we, the bad news is, I mean, there's no way to prove my signature oh, has those? letters in it. Oh, yeah, I'm a squiggle. It's a squiggler. Yeah. See, I want everybody to know my name, so it's okay. pretty clear. <laughs> if you're a sustaining member making ongoing monthly gifts, well, thank you. Make today the day that you increase your support of WPR, you know, maybe by 5 or $10 a month, whatever amount that you choose at WPR.org or at 888-202-2552. Kaylee in Wanakee says, I listen to WPR faithfully when driving and wanted to do my part to help out. Kaylee, thank you so much. How about you? Do you count on Wisconsin Public Radio to make your a commute or your road trips better. Uh, how much does that mean to you? How much is it worth to you? Put a dollar amount on that and make a gift right now. Help us provide great conversations each and every day here on the Ideas Network. Grab the new WPR belt bag when you give $10 a month or more and help us meet this challenge. Give at WPR.org or call 888-202-2552. And thanks so much for your support. Central Time, I'm Rob Ferret. Coming up, we'll get a preview of the new U.S. Supreme Court term and which cases to watch in the months to come. 
first, Jill Nadeau joins me in the studio for the Wisconsin Public Radio Fall Member Drive. You count on Wisconsin Public Radio for interesting conversations. We count on you to help keep these discussions on the air. And that's because listener support is the largest piece of funding that makes this show and all the others that you enjoy possible. So your gift at WPR.org or 888-202-2552 is so important. Special reason to give today. You can be one of 500 people to help secure an additional $15,000 for WPR. A group of generous members has created this two-day challenge to inspire your support of the programs you and your entire community rely on. And your par- participation now, it's its vital. You bring WPR one step closer to meeting this challenge. So give now. Any amount makes a difference. WPR.org or 888-202-2552. What happens around the world matters to us here in Wisconsin. That's why Wisconsin Public Radio is so important. We talk with experts in all kinds of fields from all over. We certainly do. We get the news from around the world and from your own backyard because you value being an informed citizen. Make a gift to the station that keeps you connected. WPR.org or 888-202-2552. You might spend a few dollars a month on a TV streaming or movie subscription service. Think about paying for your WPR usage that same way. After all, you tune in Every day for information and entertainment. That's so true. And if you've never given before, start with a gift of 10 or $20 a month. That's comparable to, you know, Hulu or HBO or whatever your subscription is. Maybe even a better deal. I would say yes. It's easy to set up. WPR.org or 888-202-2552. This member drive, let WPR help you keep up with the latest fashion trends. Ask for your WPR belt bag when you give $10 a month for the programs you rely on. How would you use your WPR belt bag? How wouldn't I use it? I'd keep snacks in my WPR belt bag. It could be used as a fanny pack. To hold all the accoutrement of my life. You could just put it off the side on your hip if you're so inclined. Either hip would work, left or right. I'd use my WPR belt bag when I travel. All my important stuff right there on my waist, quick and easy to grab. Keep your essentials close and accessible while proudly displaying your support for WPR with this stylish accessory. Ask for yours when you give $10 a month or more. Here's how. Make that gift. Pick up your very own WPR belt bag online at WPR.org or call 888-202-2552. Central Time, Rob Ferret here with Jill Jill Nadeau. Your support during this fall member drive makes the WPR programs you rely on possible. Your gift of 10 or $20 a month, whatever amount you choose, really does make a difference. You know, they're talking about stylish, but Rob, it's supposed to be crossways, like you're like a... You like wear it across your like that. Yeah. That's right. That's the cool. That's what the cool that's kids what the, are how, That's how the hipsters would wear that's one That's right. Of these. That's right. And your zipper's right there, and you can keep it closed. So anyway, just a tip. You get fashion tips here mm-hmm. at WPR. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe you've donated a few years ago, and you feel like, you know what? I've done my part. Well, it's your continued support that makes the essential news, interesting conversations, and all that cultural content on WPR possible. So today and into the future, we're depending on you. If it's been a while since you donated, now is a great time to renew and get counted toward that uh, 500 gift challenge today and tomorrow at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. We'll be glad to have you back. We absolutely will. And you might be wondering, well, how much should I give? 
the cool thing is that's up to you, and your contribution of any amount is going to turn into programs that will keep you informed and entertained all year long. Make your gift right now in the amount that's right for you at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. Thank you for making an investment that serves your whole community. And you can make an even greater impact if you give right now, because $15,000 will be released when 500 people, including you, make a gift in support of WPR programs. Join in now, WPR.org or 888-202-2552. The new WPR belt bag is a great way to carry your essentials and show off your support for Wisconsin Public Radio. Ask for yours. When you give $10 a month or more at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. And if you're not a sustainer, become one right now. It's easy to set up convenient, ongoing monthly donations from your bank account or your credit card. WPR.org or 888-202-2552. Sheila in New London says, I enjoy listening to all of the interesting reports and information. Every day I share something I heard on WPR with family and friends. I'm right there with you, Sheila. Me too. Thank you so much for for listening and for giving to support your listening. How about you? Make your gift right now online at WPR.org or call 888-202-2552. Help us meet this special two-day match. Be one of the 500 people who secures an extra $15,000 when you give right now. Thank you so much for your support of Wisconsin Public Radio. You're listening to Central Time. I'm Rob Ferret. On Monday, the U.S. Supreme Court started its new term after a three-month hiatus. The lineup of cases includes voting maps, gun restrictions for people convicted of domestic abuse, and some cases that could limit the power of the federal government and regulators. Christine Chabot is an associate professor of law at Marquette University. Christine, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Before we start digging into particular cases, Christine, uh, it's been a kind of a wild couple of years with the Supreme Court, some very big uh, cases that overturned precedent, uh, attention to ethical issues. Are things uh, calming down this time around, or are we ready for another wild ride? So I think many listeners might expect things to calm down, but in fact, we are in for another wild ride with many blockbuster cases. And there are really two reasons why this is the case. Um, First of all, the court has taken a trio of decisions or cases that are poised to take a wrecking ball to the administrative state. Uh, I think for most listeners, the administrative state probably flies under the radar. We don't often think about the many ways in which administrative agencies' regulations touch many aspects of our daily lives. But in fact, uh, they're very, very important. So if you think about regulations governing the purity of the water we drink and the air we breathe, access to drugs like abortion medication, mifepristone, or regulation of important financial products like mortgages and student loans. All of those are subject to regulations. And this term, the Supreme Court is going to decide a trio of cases with potential to dramatically cut back on this type of regulatory authority. Um, A second reason why the case uh, that the court is going to decide this term might be blockbusters. And the fact that that's surprising is that if you're a careful observer of the Roberts court, you might expect them to try and do what they often like to do and proceed incrementally, try to space out some of their important rulings. Uh, But really, in this case, the Roberts court is losing control over its docket. 
the Fifth Circuit is going to force its hand and essentially has forced its hand by declaring a number of federal statutes and federal agency structures unconstitutional. So at this point, the Supreme Court has no choice but to take and review those cases and review many of them in the same term. All right. We hear different circuit courts having reputations as being uh, particularly uh, liberal in some cases, particularly conservative in others. Uh, Can you shine a light on the Fifth Circuit and the reputation it has and the kind of cases it's advancing? Um, Yes, the Fifth Circuit is known as a very conservative court, and I'd also say that it tends to rule in a very maximalist way. So it takes conservative arguments and pushes them to their logical extreme in many cases, and that's why we're seeing so many decisions in which the Fifth Circuit is declaring federal statutes or federal agency structures unconstitutional. Uh, Sometimes it seems like every time I turn around, there's a new decision from the Fifth Circuit holding that another structure is unconstitutional. Let's dig into some of those administrative state cases. Uh, They're not getting as much attention, I think, out there in the media. Now, one, they've already argued uh, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau uh, getting there's a lawsuit over it saying it's unconstitutional. This is brought by uh, payday lenders, in effect. Tell us a little bit about this case and what's at stake. Um, Yeah, so this case could take out a major watchdog in the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. And it's really for that reason, a blockbuster with potential to have some of the most wide ranging consequences of any case that the court is going to decide this term. It arises from a Fifth Circuit decision declaring unconstitutional the funding structure of a major executive branch regulator, again, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. And the Fifth Circuit's ruling suggests that everything the Bureau has done is unconstitutionally funded and therefore unlawful. If the Supreme Court agrees, it will take out a leading regulator and potentially destabilize the financial sector. Uh, So huge consequences in this case. And I'll turn now to the constitutional issue, which Mm -hmm. turns on the appropriations clause. Um, In particular, the issue is whether this clause requires Congress to pass funding laws that impose relatively specific limits on the amount and duration of funding for executive branch agencies like the Bureau. And the Bureau's challengers argue that Congress has essentially handed off its power of the purse by passing an open-ended funding law in this circumstance. The problem, though, with this argument is that the so-called limits that the challengers urge aren't apparent from the text of the Constitution. The text only requires appropriations made by law. It seems like Congress fulfilled that requirement here. Um, Further, at oral argument, Justice Kagan pointed out that the supposed constitutional limits being raised fly in the face of over 250 years of historical practice. And based on my own research, I can confirm that these types of open-ended spending laws do, in fact, date back to the founding. So for these reasons, I think many justices seem skeptical of the constitutional challenges to the Bureau's funding. And do even the conservative justices, have? were they showing skepticism? Because that they're the ones with the majority. Right, right. And definitely, I think there was skepticism voiced from Justice Barrett and Justice Kavanaugh during argument, as well as skepticism uh, voiced from Justice Jackson, Justice Sotomayor, and Justice Kagan. So it's possible that uh, we would at least have a majority deciding to reverse the Fifth Circuit and declaring the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau's funding constitutional. Talking to Christine Chabot, Associate Professor of Law at Marquette University, looking at a new term in the U.S. Supreme Court. We've been talking about some 
cases, maybe not uh, at the top of the radar. They're looking at the administrative state regulations, big impact, as she says. Christine, I want to turn to some of the other high profile cases. Now, one on gun control uh, having to do with uh, people uh, convicted of domestic violence, whether they can or sorry, excuse me, people under domestic violence restraining orders, whether they can purchase a firearm. Now, this hinges on a past ruling authored by uh, Justice Clarence Thomas that said uh, on Second Amendment cases, in effect, judges need to be historians and go back and see if over a time period early in American history, there were comparable laws on the books. If there weren't, I think the argument is uh, then you can't have laws. Can you talk about this case and how it fits into that? Um, yes, yes. So this is U.S. versus Rahimi, and it does raise really important Second Amendment issues and especially how courts are now going to apply the Second Amendment test that was articulated in the, the Bruin case, which does require courts to apply an originalist historical lens. And that originalist historical lens is to be the exclusive measure of whether a particular restriction on gun possession is constitutional. And this case, again, stems from another Fifth Circuit ruling finding uh, this federal statute prohibiting possession of firearms by persons subject to domestic restraining orders unconstitutional. Um, so here, uh, the kind of framework applied in Bruin essentially requires the government to show that there is an analog, a historical analog, supporting a very similar gun restriction to the type of gun restriction they are trying to show is lawful here. And that's a very difficult test for the government to meet in some of these cases. Uh, in fact, in the Fifth Circuit decision, it seemed to apply this test in a way that probably be almost impossible for the government to win. It seemed like it needed to show a carbon copy or a precise historical analog for the law at issue regulating uh, gun possession by people that are found to be risks for domestic violence. And uh, problematic, I thought, in the Fifth Circuit's ruling was that uh, it was ready to distinguish several founding era laws that did limit guns for certain categories of persons deemed dangerous. Uh, they just said there weren't persons deemed dangerous uh, in quite the same way as uh, the current law deems people who are subject to domestic, domestic restraining orders dangerous, uh, and therefore uh, we can't find this law to be constitutional. Uh, so I think this is revealing that the Bruin test is one that is proving to be very difficult for courts to apply in practice. Uh, and it's one that's going to be very difficult for the government to win because it's very difficult in many cases to show uh, that the current law you have is going to be the carbon copy or has a very close analog in the historical record. So as applied, this test seems to uh, potentially make it impossible for legislatures to adopt innovative solutions to emerging firearm-related dangers. Another case, uh, and this I think we're going to see maybe a lot of things like this. Uh, this has to do with social media, uh, and that's the courts are, I think, slowly catching up with how this works. We've got a couple states, uh, Texas and Florida, saying, hey, we're going to pass state laws that limits the ability of a social media service provider, say a Facebook or a Twitter, sorry, X or what have you. Uh, we're going to limit their ability to take people off of the service, to moderate their accounts. The laws each work a little differently. Now, here comes this ch this challenge to this what ends up being at stake here in this case? 
Um, yeah, so these are major First Amendment challenges to laws in Florida and Texas uh, that do try to restrict social media platforms in how they engage in content moderation. Uh, and one of the key points here, I think, is that the social media platforms are not just passively posting whatever content different users like to um, post on those platforms. Uh, they're engaging in some content moderation, and I think the laws are concerned with and aimed at concerns that some of these platforms are maybe discriminating against certain types of messages or users of the platforms and uh, conservatives uh, speech or conservative uh, people on these platforms are not getting the same uh, access uh, to or uh, having their messages circulated as freely as other speakers on the platform. So that's what the laws are designed to uh, regulate. But the problem from the First Amendment perspective is that the platforms themselves are engaging in communicative actions when they curate social media posts. They're engaging in speech that's protected by the First Amendment. Uh, indeed, some of the restrictions, I think, may also regulate the content of the social social media platform speech by saying uh, you must make sure that you don't, uh, for example, eliminate anyone who is a, a politician or is engaging in political speech. So that's uh, beyond regulating speech, telling these uh, platforms what type of content they need to put on their platforms. Uh, so, so both of those uh, facts, that there's speech regulation uh, and potential content-based regulation, mean that the laws need to meet a higher level of scrutiny to pass muster under the First Amendment. Uh, so to win these cases, the states would need to show that their laws are narrowly drawn to further a substantial or compelling government interest. And here there's a circuit split. Uh, the 11th Circuit suggested that uh, Florida's law was unconstitutional restriction on the First Amendment uh, or free speech, and the Fifth Circuit su suggested that Texas's law was not. So it will be up to the Supreme Court to resolve that split this term. A lot to watch over the coming months. Christine, thanks again for joining us today. Thanks so much. That's Christine Chabot, Associate Professor of Law at Marquette University. We talked to her about the new U.S. Supreme Court term and some cases to keep an eye on over the coming months. Now it's the Wisconsin Public Radio Fall member drive. Jill Nadeau is in the studio with me. Your gift right now is super important, and that's because gifts from people like you are the largest source of funding for WPR programs. All the shows you enjoy are, poss are possible thanks to your support. Give now at WPR.org or call 888-202-2552. So be one of 500 people to help secure an additional $15,000 for WPR. A group of very generous members has created this challenge to inspire you to support the programs that you and our entire community rely on. Your participation right now is super important. You bring WPR one step closer to meeting that challenge. Give now. Any amount makes a difference at WPR.org or call 888-202-2552. And in the last segment, we just learned about what to expect from the Supreme Court this year. We got a really interesting um, view of someone who's right here from Marquette University. Um, it was informative, and now you know more than you probably did five minutes ago. <laughs> These are the kinds of conversations that you can count on from Wisconsin Public Radio. And WPR is listener supported. That means that your donation makes all these kind of conversations every day possible. Choose an amount that works for you and then make your gift. You can do it online at WPR.org or 88. 
202-2552. And this member drive, we have this really cool WPR belt bag. It's pretty stylish looking. It's black and it's got a white design. Perfect way to keep your essentials close and, of course, proudly display your support for WPR programs. So ask for yours when you give $10 a month or more at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. I like the idea of being able to call in or hear other people's call-ins. I think some of the shows on public radio that got me asking, wait a minute, and suddenly I had a political awakening. My name is Ray from Eau Claire, and when I hear a program featuring a new author or a new book on WPR, it puts me first in line to run to our library to get that new book. Make your gift right now at WPR.org or call 888-202-2552 to support the inspiration you and so many others get here on Wisconsin Public Radio. Central Time, Rob Ferrett here with Jill Nadeau. Your support during this fall member drive makes the WPR programs you rely on possible. Your gift of 10 or $20 a month, whatever amount you choose, is the right amount. And we hear from a lot of first-time donors who are giving because, you know, they've gotten their first job out of college. I did that. Or people who have reached some of other milestone in their life and realize, you know, it's time to give to WPR. And if you are marking a change like that, you could celebrate it by making your gift right now. We encourage people to do that. A lot of first-time donors will give 5 or 10 or $20 a month. You choose the amount that's right for you and then go to WPR.org or call 888-202-2552. Now, here's an idea. After you've made your donation WPR, you can make your gift go further by telling your friends and family. Whether you use social media, call them up, or mention it when you see them, let them know that you support news, talk, and music on Wisconsin Public Radio. Make your gift at WPR.org or call 888-202-2552. Inspire the other WPR fans in your life to do the same. That's right, and be one of 500 people to help secure an additional 15000 for WPR. A group of generous members have created this challenge to inspire your, your support of the programs that you and your entire community rely on. Your gift of any amount makes a difference. WPR.org or 888-202-2552. You can ask for your WPR belt bag. Would you make a gift of $10 a month or more in support of WPR programs? It's a stylish accessory. It's a great way to carry those little essentials, and you'll be reminded of your support for WPR every time you use it. Ask for yours. It's $10 a month or more. This is brand new. You get this. You support great radio here on Wisconsin Public Radio when you make that gift. It takes just a few minutes to do it online at WPR.org or call 888-202-2552. We heard from TJ. TJ says, I continue to enjoy WPR, especially Rob and his guests. Thank you. NPR News and Dr. Zorba. Thanks again from Lansing, Iowa. TJ, thanks so much for the gift across the border. How about you join TJ and thousands of other supporters of Wisconsin Public Radio with your gift at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. That's right. TJ knows what he's doing because he obviously is enjoying WPR and especially you, Rob, and your guests. That's so nice to hear, isn't it? It, um, it totally is. Yeah, and it's so nice because we have so many people that are outside of Wisconsin, too. Mm -hmm. So our word goes all over. So why don't you join, join TJ with your gift right now? It's so important. WPR.org or 888-202-2552. 
We can't do it without you. You count on us for great conversations. We count on you to help pay for it. Give at WPR.org or 888-202-2552. And thank you.